What's going on, golf addicts? Welcome to the Wells Fargo betting preview. We are the Tour Junkies. I'm DB. Pat Perry, how we doing tonight? Hey, I'm doing good. I'm doing good, DB. What's good up? See What's the podcast you tonight? Nah, just a little beer tonight. Light, light beer tonight. Nothing crazy. Member guest season. I got my Champions member guest glass. You can't see. Oh, nice. And I'm drinking a, uh, I'm drinking a nice, nice margarita that I made. Blood orange margarita that I made. Mm. Excited about that. Um, listen, thanks for thanks for getting in here. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. We're pumped about this one. An elevated event for the Wells Fargo. We're also pumped that at the end of the show, we're going to bring you our top 26 pack, which absolutely crushed last week. Thank you to Alejandro Tosti at plus 850. Plus 850, people. Plus 850. Now, we did that live on Monday at 830. And by Tuesday morning, Sucker was plus 450. So if you didn't get on it, you weren't paying attention, sucks for you. Uh, We're going to do the top 26 pack, but then we are bringing back an old segment. An old segment, Pat, that we used to do all the time. That's right, the Chunk and Run is back. It's back Uh, at the end. And we're going to get into... Look at us. Look at us, Wayne and Garth there. We're going to get into... um, People may or may not know this, but me and Pat met in the banking business. We were both bankers at the time. Uh, and at one point, I worked at Wells Fargo. You never worked at Wells Fargo, right? No, I did not. Okay. No, I, well, no, actually, that's not true. You worked at Wachovia? I did work at Wachovia, so which later became Wells Fargo. There so. you go. So, so, and I was at Wells Fargo when they were doing all the cheating shut shit. You know what I mean? Like when they were doing all oh, that yeah. bad stuff. Um, and, and so, you know, we thought it's a Wells Fargo. So for the chunk and run, I'm just going to go ahead and say it so people may hang on and listen. I don't know. We decided to take roles in the retail bank that me and Pat were familiar with in the Wells Fargo heyday and, and, and assign a player to those roles and why. And I'm excited about those roles. We're going to get into that. It's going to be a good time. Uh, but first, Pat, quick Mexico recap. I mean, I won't say we nailed it, but we kind of nailed it. We, we told you to get on Tony Finau. We said it was a Rom Finau thing. It ended up being exactly that yet again at the Mexico Open, a Rom Finau thing. Finau held on Sunday, held his own, did his thing. Rom tried to make a run, uh, shoots a 61 on Saturday to set the course record, made 156 feet of putts, then only made 60 feet of putts on Sunday, shoot a 67, couldn't quite catch up with Tony Finau. He gets it done. We said we loved him at plus 800, plus 850 if you were going to bet one of those guys. Our boy Vince uh, Money Marg from, uh, from the Nut Hut and your writer, your, your author of the uh, Let's Go Juicin' and the Sunday Save Your Ass Parlay, had Tony Finau juiced up with the Rangers and the Knicks. I think there was a hedge opportunity there that if you were paying attention to, you probably hit on. Anyway, it was a good, it was a good all-around week, I guess. I mean, you know, we didn't have Finau on our betting cards. I don't know what your excuse was, but my excuse is it's 25 to 1 or longer, and I couldn't do it. I had Akshay. You had B-Woo. I didn't. You had B-Woo. But why do yeah. you have Tony on your betting card, Pat? I don't know. And you don't give yourself him. any betting. You don't give yourself any restrictions. The, the, the world is your, is your oyster. You could have had him. You know, this is a case of overthinking it because I actually did bet him. So yeah, you did actually bet him. So, right. so I won a little money on him. But God, the thing was, is like I God. feel like I kind of want to be a little different, DB. Sometimes I want to be a little bit different. Now I don't put parameters on the betting card, but I don't want to be like everybody. I mean, everybody can put fee now on their betting card. It's not yeah, like and all of those people it. got to say they hit fee now. We said it on the show. Yeah, but I mean, really. Whatever. Like, are you really you should have like, had him on there? Are you are you boasting that you hit Finau? 
the second favorite no, in the no. event. No, but 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 you could have said it's another winner. At the end of the year, when you go, how many winners did you have? Yeah, I could it's have. an extra winner. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Anyway, it, whatever. I don't want to get into the Mexico Open too much, but we are going to go down the board as we like to start off these betting shows with. Presented to you by our friends at Leaderboard. And this podcast is presented to you by our friends at Leaderboard. You can download the beautiful, the highly functional, stunning app, the Leaderboard app on iOS. Currently, they're very close to dropping this bad boy on, uh, on Android devices. So calm down if you, if you have an Android, okay? Just calm down. But it is a free app, and you can download it with a link in the description of the video or the podcast. Um, be sure and use your referral code TJ when you do. Make sure you follow me and Pat on the app because we'll be tracking all of our rounds of golf on there. But it's a great, it's a great app to track your own game. If you're getting out there, that it's May first. You know, spring season is here officially. All you people that live in cold areas now, you finally get to play golf again. You know, track your game. Okay, keep up with your fairways hit. Are you missing them left or right? Keep up with your greens and regulation, left, right, long, short. Where are you, where are you missing them? Keep up with how many putts you miss or make. Um, and the leaderboard helps you do all that and. It syncs with your Gen, your USGA Gen app. So when you're done, you don't have to go into a second app and put your score in. Leaderboard will push the scores to your Gen. It's beautiful. And then when you're betting money with your buddies, it'll dot the card. It'll handicap things for you. It's got, about, uh, it's got a handful of games in there that you can play. And all you got to do is put in the scores. And leaderboard figures out who's winning and who owes who money, and they kick you to Venmo. It's beautiful. So download yeah. the app. We're going down the board with Leaderboard. Pat, uh, I got my, I'm going to tell you my guy. And, and, and I'm, I got to say, I've not been. I've not been like on this guy yet, but there's a fun fact on this dude. Um, he finished, where is he? He finished in that, in that bundle of handful of guys tied for 15. And I'm talking okay. about Carson Young. Carson yeah. Young. I mentioned him last I week. I know you did. I, I, I know you did. He's starting yeah. to kind of impress me. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll say this. You, I don't even know if you know this. I don't even know. There is a lost, there, there's a lost file of, of me interviewing Carson Young back in the fall that I don't know where it is. It's not on YouTube. Um, I don't know where it is. You know, it was when I was interviewing a lot of the, the rookies and guys coming over, and I had a great conversation with Carson Young. He's very nice, very nice young man. Poor guy. Should we reach out to him and tell him you lost the entire interview? Maybe we'll see him at Wells Fargo, and I'll tell him. Um, yeah. But there is a lost file somewhere out there. Maybe, maybe you can find it. Maybe people can find it. And um, we'll put up some missing stickers and, or missing posters and do that. But he's impressive. I'll tell you what it impressed me. Averaged over 300 yards, like 302 off the tee last week, which everybody was kind of ripping it. But there were still plenty of guys averaged less than 300. Averaged 302 off the tee, hit 83% of his fairways and 72% of his greens and rec. The reason I found that interesting, because, I, I mean, I saw his name, first of all, and I'm like, dang, dude, Carson Young, is, he's, like, kind of been balling lately. And so that made me stop. But then as I dug into it, I'm like, wow, averaging 302, hitting 43 of 52 fairways for the week. You know where that would be nice? Quail Hollow Golf Club, where yeah. he's playing this week. So you might hear his name come up later. I don't know, man. It's just a guy that hasn't been on my radar that finally popped up. And uh, as I was digging into it, it's, it's impressive. And he's a good dude. And I remember that being a good conversation. And unfortunately, I lost it. So here's a question. Yeah. More, do more people know Carson Young because of his play on the golf course <laughs> or the fact that he is C. Young on yeah. the PGA Tour app and they're clicking it thinking it's Cam? Well, now don't they make him Car Young? It's like C-A-R Young? I don't when know. When they play together, I think. 
I'm actually looking at a Google Mexico Open leaderboard, so it's not the PGA Tour site, maybe. I think when they play together, one of them, I think he's C-A-R young. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But what do you think? More people know him because of that or because of his play? Because of that, not because of his play. They, they, no. they should they, know him because of his play. They're clicking on it accidentally thinking it's Cam Young, and they're like, Carson, what? what? Yeah. So, yeah, anyway, Carson Young for me. Who was it for you? Well, you know, this is a guy that I haven't really talked about a whole lot. I ended up putting him as my one and done last week, and that is Emiliano Grio. He's playing good, too. He's playing really well. He's re- he, and he popped up there late on the leaderboard, ended up finishing T5 with that six under on uh, in round four, 16 under for the golf tournament. Uh, comes in here at, um, at Quail Hollow being, you know, having you know, played pretty hot. And he's, you know, he's had good finishes here. You know, last time they played here, which was in 2021, he had a top 14, top 10 in, uh, in 2018. So I think, uh, I think Grio is one to be looking at this week. Um, but also just the way he's been playing lately has been, has been really good. So he, he kind of popped for me down the board a little bit. Yep. He's, uh, he's, he's playing well. He's definitely playing well. All right, let's get to the top of the board. Talking the Wells Fargo Championship. Um, I'm excited about it. Listen, uh, oh, I see Garrett in the chat asking about first-round leader. Thank you, Garrett. You can find first-round leader bets one of two places. Uh, you can find them in the Discord, in our Discord, in the Nut Hut, which you can join in the description below in the podcast or the YouTube version. Pat likes to post some first-round leader yeah. plays. Had had a live one, I think, last week, but it, it got... I did with Steven Yeager. And but our boy, Smotherman. Austin Smotherman. Smoth Daddy. Smoth, I mean, loved him. I was going to do him down the leaderboard, but I knew that would be too obvious. Uh, or every Tuesday night, uh, our, our show airs on the Better Sports Network. You can watch that for free on bettersports.com. We also stream it usually from our Twitter account, and Pat dishes out some first-round leader takes there too. I don't dabble in the first-round leader unless I'm uh, unless I'm drunk and I put it in the nut hut in the Discord. Yeah. So uh, that's that's what we do. Here. I'll have some this week. It's, I think I don't know, DB. We don't know what's going to happen, and it's probably too early to, to fire on a first-round leader right now. You don't have tee times yet. Let's let the weather take shape a little bit, Garrett. So I think that's what I would do. Also, yeah, I forgot to mention. We're both going to be at the Wells Fargo this week, Credentialed Media. I'll be there tomorrow most of the day. Pat will be joining me on Wednesday. So I'll be there Tuesday and Wednesday. I'll be there Thursday as well. Um, So here's the deal. The emails are going to go out as normal. All your normal tourjunkies.com blog content is going out. In fact, Around the Clubhouse by Jack Latterman and The Rundown by Nate Moore are already up. They're both fantastic reads. By the way, Nate Moore hit two of three bets last week in his article, one at plus 350 and I think one at 400. Big bets. Hit two of three. Um, he had Vincent Norman top 20, and I think he had Carson Young top 20. I don't know, something else. So he's got a couple of bets in there. Um, my Big Balls betting card has also already dropped. It's uh, My balls have dropped. They're on the website. Our boy Vince Money Marg with Let's Go Juicing and AK's Power Fade will all be out this week as scheduled. Working on a lunchtime live chat with the Discord family as we do every Wednesday. Um, but it will not be me and Pat because we will be on the course doing our thing, gathering intel for you guys, looking at, looking at the golf course, walking the course, um, talking to some friends, doing our thing. And we'll be sure to relay all of that information to the Nut Hut and the Discord. But Wednesday for lunch may have a special guest lunchtime chat in the Discord on the stage channel as we do every Wednesday night. We'll do that for lunch. And then Wednesday night, you're in for a real treat. Uh, me and Pat are going to be in there. I also think Caddy 
John Radhouse is going to join us uh, for, to, to kick it off. He may do it solo to kick it off. And then me and Pat and DirecTV Perry, Pat 2.0, Pat's identical mm-hmm. twin brother, Chris Perry, will also be in the chat. And you guys will get to hear the brothers Perry. And no one will be able to know which one is talking. <laughs> yeah. no one will know it'll be fantastic they'll probably both be uh uh, boozing a little bit it should be an awesome chat we had an awesome dude did you hear about what happened in the chat last week i didn't even i haven't even talked to you about this did you hear about what happened in the chat late last week i was in the chat no after you left i was in the chat the whole time how could you you be talking about maybe it wasn't after you left hold on when was this when was this was it lunch no it wasn't lunch it wasn't lunch Wednesday's chat. Gosh, damn. I don't remember. I think it might have been after you left, though. I think I stayed in longer than you Wednesday night. And we all had an amazing time listening to some jams together. And we got, we got in our feelings. And I'm not going to say it, but I'll say it. Uh, John Cicada just absolutely took us away on Wednesday night. Oh, we somehow, some, yeah, y'all must have stayed, yeah, because we went deep on Wednesday night. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it was great. Uh, another reason to be in the Nut Hut, you can join the Discord below in the description. It's a beautiful thing. You, you really got to be in there. Plus, dude, people are winning money. I didn't even talk about this. I finally, I had a, a great top 20 and head-to-head week last week. My top 20 bets and my head-to-heads all go in the Nut Hut. I won two units on top 20s, won two units in the head-to-heads, hit three of the four head-to-heads. Um, hit almost half the top 20s, but hit a couple bombs that, uh, that helped me win two, two units there. That was nice. And then we had some huge wins. Dude, did you see what Vince Money Mark did last week? I saw he hit several parlays. He hit two parlays, two round-by-round uh, like, like, uh, group parlays, group bet parlays. Mm-hmm. The first one was like, like 75 to 1. He hit it on like Thursday. And then on Friday, turns around and hits another one at 82 to 1 crushing it i'm telling you vince knows what he's talking about you guys need to read his articles on tourjunkies.com let's go juicing that drops on wednesdays and then the sunday save your ass parlay on sun uh, uh on saturday night sunday morning the dude knows what he's doing he's our i told you he's our resident italian mafia mob guy so he knows what's up all right let's talk about the top of this board pat uh are you betting rory no you're not i'm not betting rory why would I do that? I, because I mean, you love you Rory. Have, well, yeah, of course I do. But I'm not, I, I'm just not going to bet him. I, I think that, um, you know, what we saw at the Masters was not like, I mean, it was, it was not unusual because we had seen it at the players. He missed a cut at the players, missed a cut at the Masters. I don't know what he's been doing. I'm very interested to see what his, his press conferences are like this week or his press Maybe conference. Maybe we'll be in there. We'll get we in there be. if we make it. And I, I'd like to hear what he has to say. I, I want to know some reasons for missing Hilton Head. Maybe he's working on some things. Maybe he's got injuries. I don't know. So right now, I, I just and I don't want to. I don't want to play him as a favorite. Yeah. Does Rory even seem like the favorite at all? Yeah. I mean, he still kind of seems like the favorite. It just doesn't seem. It doesn't seem like a lock like the last ones have been. Although, fun fact. Do you know what he did the last time he arrived at Quail Hollow on the heels of missing the cut at the Masters and the players in his previous two events? I mean, I'm going to have to guess he, he wins. He won. In 2021, 
Yeah, it's got to it, be 2021 his, because that was the year that he it like he, it was an emotional victory for him when he won in 2021. Yeah, he came back from it uh, from from missing the cut at the Players End and Augusta had basically a month between play or almost a month and came back and won Quail Olive. Like, so it's not out of the realm of possibility. That's why he's a favorite. But yeah, we're not going to bet him. Why would we do that? Uh, but our boy Vince Money Mark might have uh, might have you get juicing those odds a little bit if you fancy a little Rory McIlroy. Working down the board, um, I mean, I, I, I think, I think we got to talk about Tony Finau again because, you know, I, I beat the drum pretty hard for Tony Finau last week. I beat the drum real hard for him at the Masters, and he completely let me down. Um, and, and the knock on him already that I've heard this morning is that he continues to win kind of low-class events. Outside of the Northern Trust win, which was a playoff win a couple years ago, everything he's done has been pretty weak sauce. I mean, yes, he beat John Rahm last week, but that was it. Um, so I, I get that, and I hear that. I just think, I, I just think it, it, it's more coincidence. I, I, don't, I don't necessarily see that as a, a major problem for Tony Finau. Now, he's not ever really played all that well here. No, no top 10s. Um, he's had some top 20s, top 30s here at Quail Hollow. Um, but, I mean, you can't argue with the guy's iron play over the last year. It's been possibly the best on the PGA Tour. Since last year's Mexico Open to this year, it's been insane. Like, the run he's on with iron play, he always gains strokes off the tee. He just has the total package. I could just see him rattling another one off here. And 17 to 1 now is, is still plenty enticing on FanDuel to me. You know, I tell you what, you know, there's things. I don't know what it is, but sometimes I just get angry, TV. I just get angry. I kind of woke up angry. I'm very this well morning. aware. <laughs> I woke up angry this morning. You woke and up angry. And I don't understand where people get off with some of their thinking. And, and it happens on Twitter. And I'm looking at you. I'm looking at you, person, on Twitter <laughs> that's sitting there with your person. freaking Tony Finau only wins these events like this and can't give him any credit. I mean, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Tony Finau is a fantastic player. He can't, you know. Okay, so what? He won Puerto Rico, and that was the first one. But look, he sat there. Excuse me, he didn't sit there. He strolled through 18 holes yesterday with John Rahm next to him, the number one player in the world, yeah. and beat his ass. Yeah. So you can't sit there and tell me that Tony, like, you can, I, this shit. And, and showed no sign of, of like, no fear and trembling. Like he, he, he was only on Twitter. Could you have peeps, dumbasses on Twitter trying to act like and like discredit a Tony Finau win when well, he's won six times on the PGA Tour? I mean, I've heard it more than just on Twitter, but, uh, but I know who they are on Twitter. Believe me, <laughs> I, I believe me. There's one that his first name starts with a B, his last name starts with a K. All right, so I'm just saying that there's people, there's people on Twitter that and they're dumbasses because they've probably been golf fans for like one year. Oh, man. Oh, man. Well, listen. 
I mean, we, we're I'm all, just saying, we've I all mean, been I known to have some, some people weird... out. You, you just can't do that with, you can't do that to Tony. P. We've all been known to have off takes at times, you know. Um, I mean, listen, we also got a lot of hate today on Twitter because Joe Idoni chose Tony Finau was the chalk bomb last week. And oh. we took, we took the, we took the, the mortar fire today on Twitter. I didn't even tag Joe Idoni in anything. I didn't tag him. But last time I tagged him. But I didn't even see that, by the way. I didn't even see. Oh yeah, there we the fire. Oh yeah, there's there's been some there's been some artillery being traded back and forth. <laughs> Maybe but, like I just intuitively didn't want to look at it. But yeah, anyway. well, we don't need to talk about the chalk bomb anyway. That's that's DFS. Anyway, I, I like Tony at seventeen to one. I really this is a this was a tough one for me, man. Like doing the doing the big balls betting card um, because only one of the guys that I really, really, really love was at 25 to one. He was at 25 to one this morning. We talked about him on the first look show this morning. Uh, listen, I, I told the folks on the first look show, we're firing on a, on a handful of these boys today. And we, and I hope, I hope they did. I fired on one to keep him at 25 to one. He's since gotten shorter. So, uh, it's Cameron Young is the next one for me at 22 to one. Cam Young is going to be the chalk play. He's going to be on everybody's card, mm-hmm. but I think it just makes sense. The guy, if you, if you talk to me about a player who does exactly what, or maybe not exactly, but if I said, tell me the closest player on the PJ Tour to being able to do what Rory McIlroy does off the tee, it, it's Cameron Young in terms of the distance, the, the, the height he can hit that tee shot, the carry, and that speed is so unbelievable. I just can't not do it. Plus, as if Paul Tesori on the bag wasn't enough of an advantage every other week, he's playing at Quail Hollow where Paul's former boss lived on like number seven, and him and Paul have had so many laps around Quail Hollow. Like, Paul will be able to literally just, you know, piss on the spot that Cam Young needs to hit the golf ball every shot and just tell the kid to execute. So, and, and I do think we've seen Cam Young go through the trial by, you know, go, go through it so much and not yet close the door. I have no problems seeing him close the door here. I mean, he, he outran Rory at the Open Championship last summer on the final day. Is there a curse there, though? Like, no, there's not a curse. It's too young. He's too. Okay, that's ridiculous. If I saw that take, not, I'd be mad not, that. I'm not saying Cam Young's cursed, but I'm talking about Paul Sorry because he's been with Webb and everybody uh, loves to go into this Dagum golf tournament. Talking about how Webb's the home, he lives. Well, yeah, on, but Webb, he Webb, lives on hole number seven, and so we need we need to play him because he lives on hole number seven. Well, yeah, and but that's to, that, to me that's he went different. To Wake Forest, Webb from talk, North Carolina. Hold on, hold on. Whatever. Webb talks talked all the time about how that golf course played so much different the week of the tournament than it did for uh, you know for regular weeks, and Webb doesn't suit the golf course near as good as Cam Young does. So I, I don't know. Cam Cam Young for me is a lock there at twenty two. Who else? Uh, who else you got? All right, I do like Cam Young a lot. By the way, I'm a big fan. I think if if you're gonna if you're gonna talk about Cam Young winning his first golf tournament, which should have been a year ago, probably at some point in the last year, yeah, this is one where he certainly yeah. could get it. Yeah, and we've seen a lot of guys, a lot of players get their first big victories here or first victories. Like wasn't this Ricky Fowler's like one of his first victories? I think it this was. Year? Yeah. Long time so, ago. Max Homa, right? Yep, Max Homa's first win. Mm-hmm. Max Homa, another one. So, like, you know, big-name guys getting their first victories here. I think it, this, is, this is a course for it. Plus, Cam Young is just – he's fantastic. Yeah. So, a couple more, though. I like Victor Hovland a lot. Oh, uh, yeah. How can you not? 
absolutely love What's him. What's even bet down to? Well, he's 21 to 1. Okay, he's still up there. Now, I was looking at him on uh, another book earlier, and he was locked. Maybe because they were getting killed with mm. Victor Hoffman. But I love him this week. I, I mean, this, this is another great course fit for him. Um, you know, had that top 10 finish at the Masters. Is, um, you know, great ball striker. All the things that you got to be out here. Has plenty of distance. Um, you know, scrambling, I think, is, is, is a little suspect, as always. And his putting. Yeah, but still, Victor Hovland, I like a lot this week, so he's another one. Um, well, I, I, on that on that note, like I don't think it matters as much. One thing we haven't talked about is so far the forecast looks very good. Like, yes, very very good. So th- there's not going to be any any wind to speak of whatsoever. It's going to be firm and fast, and to me that suits uh, that suits Hovland so much better because he's uh, you know he's less likely to miss those greens, right? So I, I think it's going to be. One of the things that I, I did Sunday watching golf, and I do it every week, but I, I did a bunch of it on Sunday, is I go through and I read all the old press transcripts, and I screenshot the ones I think are relevant for everybody, and I put them in the player quotes section in the Nut Hut. And it's just saving you t- time to do that, and it's giving you insight. But this week, I did a bunch of them from 2021 and 2019. I did all of them. And Hovland had a couple of very interesting statements about this golf course in those player quotes. So. If you haven't looked at those, go back and look at them in the Discord. But I'm all, I'm all for Hovland here, too. I got one more, but who's your, who's your next one? All right, I have one more, too. And this is, this is kind of a little bit of just, I, I, I'm fearful that he's going to do something, even though we've, I don't think we've ever seen him on this golf course. Colin Morikawa. I don't know what it is with mm. Colin, but I can't, I can't quit him. Can't, I can't quit Colin. I want to bet him, and so 22 to 1, you know, just all the skills that you really need to have on this golf course, he's going to have, on any golf course, really, for Colin. So I I think I'm going to bet him at 22 to 1. Well, I I don't, I don't, um, I mean, I I get it. I actually, I was kind of eyeballing him more for DFS. I was wondering if he was going to go a little overlooked in DFS. I, outright, I think he's going to – I don't love him as much as I do. The three we've already mentioned and Jordan Spieth at, at 22 to 1 on points bet. That, mm-hmm. That's the other one yeah. to me. So to me – Jordan it's, to me was going to be the DFS play potentially, but not that. See, I think Jordan's going to be more popular in DFS. But anyway, we can, we can talk that through. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, Jordan you know, has definitely not made it a point to show up here in, in a lot of years past, and that, that may be a thing. I mean, we talked about that with other designated events that – you know, it, it could be some signal to people that these guys aren't super crazy about the golf course if they don't show up here and now they're here for the designated event. And maybe that's the case with Jordan. Maybe it was just a scheduling issue because it is, you know, it kind of where it falls. It, it, it's right after Augusta. It's right after the Heritage. It's right before the other majors. Like, it, it, it can definitely wear these guys out. Uh, so maybe he skipped it because of that. He certainly looked quite comfortable on it for the President's Cup in the fall. He dominated. Uh, so I'm not super concerned about it, but Jordan's play right now has just been so solid. I don't know how you can avoid him if he's in the 20s. So yeah. to, to me, like, you know, most weeks I find myself really hammering the mid-range here. But honestly, like those four guys, if I were just going to, I mean, that, those are the four guys I would pound. Now, again, for the sake of DB's Big Balls betting card, uh, the lowest number I can have, shortest number I can have is 25 to 1. So only Cam Young made that list because we got in there this morning. But, um, yeah, I, I really like those four. 
All right, before we move on, because I, I do have a name that, I, the last name that I like really like is in the next range. So we'll, we'll hit that. But I want to yeah. talk to everybody about our friends at Picket. Make sure you download the Picket app because keeping track of your own bets, keeping track of your performance on sites like Price Picks, Underdog, Sleeper, Parlay Play, whatever. Um, keeping track of all that is important, okay? The Picket app will sync with all of your sports books and daily fantasy sites and immediately bring in your history, track what you do from there on out, and just knowing what you're good at, knowing what you're bad at, knowing how much you've won or lost, Managing those units in that bankroll is incredibly important. Oh, and you get to follow other people on the app and see what they're doing, and you can tail these people, which I'm doing literally every single week, blindly tailing the crap out of people betting on the Major League, on Major League Baseball, the NBA. God, it's just so easy. It's just super easy. I, I found myself taking my, the favorite at the top of the board, parlaying it with some smart person whose calendar on picket is full of green and firing away. And it's, uh, it's, it's been a great sweat. It's working out. What's actually not hitting is the damn golf bets. So uh, anyway, download the Picket app for free. Link in the description of the podcast and the YouTube video. Make sure when you do, you do two things. Use promo code TJ because that's the only way you get paid to download the free Picket app in iOS and Android stores. So you got to use the code TJ and then you have to sync one of those books or DFS website. So if you do that, then Picket will literally PayPal you money for doing so. And then you'll have the free app. It's an amazing tool. It's an amazing resource. They're an amazing partner. So uh, thank you guys. Please support the show and support Picket by doing just that. Um, and it really is a great tool if you're betting or playing any sort of DFS. Yeah, it is. Uh, all right, next range, Pat, up to 75 to 1. I have one player. That's it. One. I have one. And then I have some more in, that, in the next range, but... The okay. only one in this range that I, I looked at some guys in here. I definitely looked at some guys, but then finally pulling the trigger and clicking on the outright win. It's kind of funny I'm saying this, but I could only do it on a guy who we've yet to see win on the PGA Tour. But I feel like it's just freaking coming, and I've been betting him this year, and he's been close, but he hasn't closed the door. I'm talking about Tommy Lad. Talking about Tommy Fleetwood. Oh, my goodness. Okay. I know. 14th here in 2021, missed the cut in 2018. Those are his two appearances here. But, dude, the, boss, the iron play, the, the, the play around the green, the putting has been so solid for Tommy. He hits it plenty far enough, hits plenty of fairways. Um, he doesn't find himself in a whole lot of trouble, checks a ton of boxes, um, checks the box in like long, kind of the mid to long iron ranges, which are important here. 10th in this field over the last 24 rounds in birdie or better gained 29th in the field in the last 50 rounds on bogey avoidance like he just checks so many boxes and he's been so close I feel like I feel like we're close with Tommy 55 to 1 on FanDuel is the number when he gets into that like 40 range 35 range I think I probably bounce but 55 I'll take it okay well, I mean, you know, I like Fleetwood. I mean, I would love for him to get his first win here. Yeah. I just feel like a lot of times I'm just flushing money away with Fleetwood. Like, you know what I would rather do with Fleetwood? Here's what I would like to Go have. to Beers of America or whatever it is. I'd like to go to Beers of America with Fleetwood and, and celebrate his win. I would love to celebrate Fleetwood winning a golf tournament with him. I think he'd have a good time. Or if you win, DB, like, I'll, I'll lean on you. If, if you oh, okay. get a victory... Through Tommy Fleetwood. Okay. 
I'll be extremely happy for you. Thank you. I'm all. I'm actually. I'm always happy for you when you win. Thank you. But um, where are you going with this? That was it. That was where I was going. Was to oh. be happy for. Okay, I felt like there was a big, a big old nah. butt coming at the end of that. Like, but no. Nah. Okay. But I don't want to bet on myself. I guess okay. What it. Um. I'm betting Max Homa. Really? I'm betting Max Homa. My, how the turntables, huh? You're betting Homa and I'm not? Look, here's the thing, DB. And I know, like, if you look at his last couple events, it's been pretty bad. And it's it's been a bad across the board, really. Iron play, all of that. It's it's the last two events that he's played. Before that, if you're looking at stats, like if you're looking at, like, the last 24 rounds, he's definitely going to show up in all the stat categories. But for the Masters and for the Heritage, it was terrible. So, but I think he he's I think he's ready to get back into it. I feel like he's had a little bit of his break. You know, he ha- had that run here in the the fall swing or the the, the winter whatever the whatever it was the California the West Coast swing or the the West Coast swing. Okay, okay. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> but now I think it's time for Homa to come back into like back to reality of Homa. Okay, which is which is uh, you know a great a great golfer that can win golf tournaments. That's won here before. I like Max Homa at 25 to one. So I'll bet him. I like Sam Burns, DB. 33 to one, Sam Burns. Hmm. What do you think about that? I mean, I looked at it. It's, it's enticing Bermuda Burns, right? Mm-hmm. Um, have plenty of room off a little bit more room than, than most off the tee here. The irons concern me a little bit. But so I don't hate it. I'm not gonna. I'm not. In, I wasn't interested in betting. Yeah, I, I think Sam has been playing. I mean, you look at the way he's been playing lately. Six at the Valspar, T29 at the Masters, top 15 at the Heritage. He's it's just trending in the right direction for me for Sam Burns. Another one that I'll throw out here in this range is Keith Mitchell. He's at 70 to one. I'm out on Keith. I, I think. How he, are you out on Keith Mitchell? Because it's what such the? a course history homer play, but Mitchell's not playing well. And when he played at the Zurich, Sung Jay carried his ass. Now I agree. Carried him. Sung Jay missed the cut carry. at the Heritage. Fifty third at the Masters. Thirty. Like wh- what tells you he's going to win? Well, I mean, like you know, win. It, it, I think he can win. He almost won in the in the freaking West Coast swing. Did he almost win though? I mean, he, I, he had two top fives, but did he? Was he really in the hunt in well, any I mean, one of those? Two top fives is still two top fives. It is still All two right. top fives. Yes, I T three. I, I will happily fade the Mitchell top chalk. ten in twenty nineteen. I mean, the guy plays this golf course well. I think Tommy mm-hmm. Fleetwood beats the out of Keith Mitchell this week. You want to spin the I wheel? I don't know. I don't. I would spin the wheel. I'll take Keith Mitchell over Tommy Fleetwood. Absolutely. Yeah. By the way, you know what I'm going to say next. Nobody wants to see my naked picture. Dude, you owe the people a bet that you lost back Actually, in like I didn't say that. February. I didn't say that. It's not supposed to be naked. It's not. It's just, what is it officially supposed to be post, anyway? I forgot. Post a sexy pic on IG and Twitter. Oh, so okay. you're supposed to okay. take a picture of yourself in sexy time. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Where is it? Hmm. Oh, shit, I don't have it loaded. Um, you're supposed to do Wait, that. No, 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 I, it doesn't say sexy time on there. 
No, I, I know I was going to hit the sexy time soundbite that I have when you said uh. they, I like to call it sexy time a long time ago. Mm. But no, it is supposed to be that. Okay, if it lands on the blank one, then the chat gets to choose out of the options. All right, so Tommy Fleetwood versus Sam Burns. Are we just, we're just going best finish position? No, 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 no. It's not Tommy versus Sam Burns. Keith Mitchell, sorry. Keith Mitchell. Yeah, I wouldn't do Sam Burns. Tommy versus Keith Mitchell. Best finish position wins. Tiebreakers, DraftKings points scored, right? Yeah. Here we go. It was almost the blank spot. Oh, we've already done that. Week, week long. We could do it again. Week long. Week long social media confession. Winner picks who? Does the chat want us to respin or does, does the chat want us to, uh, to do that one? Pat had to do that with Matt Wallace. Um, did a wonderful job kind of confessing, professing his love to Matt Wallace. Well, it was tough, too, because it was the week of the players, and we were, like, all over the place. But yeah. we, we got it done for the most And part. it was unrequited love. Matt never, it really much never acknowledged one time. Your, your love for, at, all, at all. There's one vote for respin. I got a feeling the chat's going to say respin. All right, let's just respin. Ready? Okay. We need new suggestions for the wheel so we can take off these old ones. All right, here we go. Same, same damn one. Okay, here we go. Almost the same one. Post sexy pick on IG or Twitter. God dang it. Here we go. We got to get something different. Something different. Thigh wax. Oh, God. Did we? Oh, God. We've done that one too, and I did we it. We have done it that. It hurt. It hurt. But I didn't do it. All right, let's. We'll leave it at that then. Loser gets their wa- their their thigh waxed live on the show yeah. by their spouse. I, I think I actually still have a spare kit. I think the kit I bought last year came in threes and I only had to do it once. So, I do, by the way, have a really good idea now. For the, well, I, I've had it before for the picture. And, um, okay, well, you need to get on that because that's literally the longest it's ever taken for any one of us to pay off a bet. It, it's getting right. embarrassing. It really is. It's, not, it's a bad look for the brand. Um, all right, you have any more bets here in this round? No, that's it. That's it for me. All right, working down the boards uh, in this kind of longer range. I, I Listen, let me just start with this one. I'll get this out of the way. Last week and most weeks, I crap on Gary Woodland, okay? Most weeks, it pays off. Like last week, it paid off. Like, Gary Woodland did exactly what Gary Woodland does last week. He gained a bajillion D strokes, ball striking, and lost a bajillion D times to the second power um, putting. But that was like, what, what, what was he last week? He was like 18 to 1 or something, or like, I don't know. Yeah, it, it was just... I just, last week it was crazy to me to bet Gary Woodland. This week, it may sound crazy because it's a stronger field, it's elevated. But at 90 to 1 or 100 to 1 on points bet, 100 to 1 on points bet, it's not as big a deal. Like, I actually kind of like yeah. it. 
What it's if, not- what if lightning hits him on the tip of his wiener and he wakes up and all of a sudden he has the, 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 the hands of Jack Nicholas and he, he can putt for four freaking days. That has happened before for Gary Woodland, for guys like Luke List, Keegan Bradley, like notoriously horrible putters. It happens. And on a golf course like this that he's played well on before, that he's on record stating how much he likes, with as good as his ball striking has been, mm-hmm. if that happens, I mean, 100 to 1, I could see Gary Woodland closing the door. He's also, while, while I also dog him for not having won very much over his long career, he's only won four, what, four times, most recently in 2019, but at least it was a U.S. Open. So, like, to me, if Gary is in the hunt on Sunday and he is feeling it with the, with the putter, I could actually see him not being intimidated, being an alpha, holding his, on, holding his own, and taking down a tough field. In, in, a, in a tournament that's not necessarily a 22-under birdie fest, but could be a 13-to-17-under kind of situation where you don't have to make everything. So I like Gary Woodland at 100-to-1. It stops there. I have to say I'm shocked to hear this because I was in the chat recently, um, yesterday, and you were just dogging Gary Woodland. Yeah, you, you can't seem you, you just. I dogged him yesterday because he's, him. he is do he did what 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 he does. But still, I mean, Gary Woodland's not like a. I mean, he's a good guy. Sure, he, he's a good golfer. Great guy, good golfer. He, he he, you just seem to have this hate for him that I, I feel like is unwarranted. It's not unwarranted. The dude is such a menace to gamblers and fantasy players. Mark brings up an excellent point. Remember when J.B. Holmes got that unlikely win here several years back? Yeah, that could be Gary. I'm just telling you, at 100 to 1, I'm willing to give it a shot with as good as he's hitting it right now and with as much as he loves Quail Hollow. Yeah. You know, at 100 to 1, I'm there. At 20 to 1 last week in the birdie, you know, Fest 23 under Mexico Open, no, even though the field was garbage, no. I don't know. Maybe my logic is way off, but I I like Gary Woodland. I also like, I'm just going to cut it short here. I like Taylor Moore at 100 to 1 on points bet. He, I'll, I'll go ahead and tell you he's on Big Ball's betting card. I think Taylor Moore is definitely in play here. It, it would surprise me if he won in a field this strong, but at 100 to 1, considering his ball striking, considering what he's done this year, obviously a recent winner at the Valspar, took, you know, came up and got it from Jordan Spieth, Tommy Ladd at the Valspar at least. Like, it's not nothing. At 100 to 1, I'm interested. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't mind Taylor Moore at all. You know I have a soft spot for him. I mean, he won me a bet earlier yeah. this year, so I'll take him for sure. So I'm with you there. Um, I'll add on a couple more. I, you know, I mentioned Emiliano Grillo earlier this uh, in the show. I like him. He's at 125 to 1. You get him there at points bet. Uh, just You look at just the way he's been playing. He's got a good history here. Um, I mean, two straight like top ten finishes. So he he's playing really well. So I like him a lot at 125 to one. I like Kurt Kitayama DB. I know we have right. not seen great Kitayama ever since his win at the API. But this is a he's it's been Kitty Yana. <laughs> what Kitty Yawn? Uh. I mean, you know, I mean, what am I supposed to do? I'm drinking a margarita. Oh my it's, gosh! It's nine fifteen Monday night. I mean, it just it came in my head. I said it. Synapse fire, and I said it. No, I don't regret no. it. I don't take it back. 
I, I feel like you should take it back. <laughs> I can't. I can't take it back now. I feel like it's, you we're need live to put that on back, YouTube. You I need can't to take put it back. that back in your mouth and I can't start over. All right. Anyway, Kirk Kitty, a hundred and thirty to one. I like this week. He's getting back on the. We're getting good. Good Kitty. Yeah. Good Kitty. This week. Uh, all right. I say we do this. I say we skip the bombs. People can come in the nut hut and get us on that. I think we get to our top twenty. I don't really have any long bombs. Okay, I got. They can go check out DB's Big Balls betting card for uh, for the bombs, um, and the Discord. Let's get to the top twenty six pack and then to the chunk and run. We'll close this bad boy out before we get to the top twenty six pack. I want to thank our friends at SoBet. That's another killer tool if you guys are betting. Oh my God! If you're in a legal gambling state and you're not using SoBet right now and access to over thirty plus you know, absolutely like vetted, monitored, you know, studied handicappers that Sobet has on the platform. It's incredible. So uh, Sobet's a, a kind of a, a newer thing here in the last 12 months or so, but they are, they are, their momentum is insane. So you can click the link in the podcast or the YouTube video to join. Check it out. We're on there now as the only golf pros. We do, uh, we do supply one exclusive bet to Sobet every week, and that is my top 40 round robin plays i pick five round robin five top 40 bets round robin that bad boy put it up on so bet but if you're betting on any other sport i'm talking any other sport there is an expert or two or three or more on so bet that these people vet and make sure they legitimately know what they're talking about they're required to track their bets they're required to tell you whether they do good or dead they do bad it's all up there for you it's not like twitter where anybody can just say oh i'm a i'm a pro handicapper and i win this many units. No, you could be lying. Okay. These guys are, these people are actually vetted by SoBet. They get put up on the platform. You can follow them. You can subscribe to all of those pros for just $9.95 a month. Use code TJ when you sign up and join over 5,000 plus and growing very rapidly, I might add. Other people cashing tickets. It's a good time over there at SoBet. Check it out. Uh, like I said, the link is in the description. Use code TJ. All right. Top 20 six pack. Last week, Pat. We only hit two out of the six-pack. Uh, Patrick Rogers at plus 130, and, but, the, but the other one we hit was Toasty, which we mentioned at the top, plus 850. Like I said, people, Monday night when we did the show live, nobody had said a word about Toasty. Nobody. We talked him up at about this time last week, last Monday, at plus 850. By Tuesday morning, he was plus 450. I think by Wednesday night, he was plus 400. So just pay attention. Um, all right, here's my two locks. I'll give you my two locks. And we've talked about both these guys, so I won't, I won't belabor this. Jordan Spieth at plus 105 and Cam Young at plus 120 are my two locks. Okay. Um, well, I had Cam Young already, so I guess I'll pivot off of that to Victor Hovland at plus 110. Love it. And then, and then Sam Burns at plus 150. Whew, that one scares me a little bit, but okay. Um, all right, what's your bomb? You know, I, I feel like I have two, and I should only have one. I know. I'm, I'm just going to go with Akshay. Okay. I'm going to go with Akshay at plus 500. Part of me, though, wants to dabble in Ben Martin just because of the way he's been no, playing. No, I like the Akshay play better. But I think I'm going to go Akshay. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I like the, the Akshay call. I mean, our, our boy Chalk Bomb Ben would love to hear me say that's, uh, you know, North Carolina boy, right? Mm-hmm. North Carolina yeah. boy. Hits it plenty far. 
I, I don't love that his best finishes that we've seen so far have been on these really easy kind of, you know, not just kind of vanilla golf courses, whereas Quail Hollow is going to be a little more difficult. But, but I mean, he's got to be confident right now. Like, the kid just played in a Sunday final round with John Robin, Tony Fino. Yeah, like, that, that's got to help your confidence. It's got to help your confidence. And now he's kind of, a, you know, not, not that he, he, he may have never played Quail Hollow before, but at least he's in North Carolina. Like, he's comfortable. He's, he's near home. Whatever, like it, it's got to be worth something. Five to one, I I get that. All right, so Akshay, five to one, dude. I'm going. I'm going Carson Young. I said that he I might bring him up again. That mf'er is twelve to one to finish top twenty. Twelve. I, I'm pretty sure. I, I mean, saw, that's that. Yeah, that's. I'm pretty sure I saw that right. Or, like the dude. Okay, fifteenth at Vedanta. Uh, 19th at the Heritage, all four rounds in the 60s, elevated event, with Rom and Scheffler in it, by the way. Still 12 to 1 from what I'm seeing. Yeah, T29 at the Honda, like that's kind of a hard, that's a harder kind of golf course there, T3 at Puerto Rico, whatever. I mean, Carson Young is just, again, confident, bucking his head, feeling good. He's from Anderson, South Carolina, went to Clemson, so at least it's a Carolina, he's got a Carolina in there somewhere. It's got to be good for something too, huh? I think twelve to one is a stupid number for him. I think that should be. I think that should be hit. I think he should be much closer to Akshay, honestly. Maybe not quite where Akshay is, but I think he should be like eight to one. I just think that number is way too long. All right, so that's it. So Spieth, Young, Hovland, Burns. Those are the four locks: Cam Young and Akshay. The two bombs. That is your top twenty-six pack presented to you by our friends at uh, at SoBet. Check them out. All right, Pat. It is time for. The Chunk and Run, baby. We haven't done this in a long time. It's the Chunk and Run. Where we just get weird about stuff. Really, the Chunk and Run, the Chunk and Run can be anything we want it to be, really. Mm -hmm. It it can be anything. Uh, And so today, it is going to be, we're going to flash back to our banking lives and remember the days where uh, we were in the retail bank and just make fun of that a little bit. Um, we, like you said, we, we, were both, we both worked at Wachovia. Wachovia was actually mm-hmm. my first banking gig. And then I was with Wachovia when they got acquired by Wells. And then we, we converted into Wells. I was there, and it was, a, it was an absolute disaster. And Wells was a if, – if there was a devil in the form of a bank, it was Wells Fargo. It was awful. Um, it was the most miserable working experience of my entire existence as a person. And um, I hated it. So I got the hell out of there quickly. And God bless the broken road that led me straight to you, though, Pat, because we eventually met. Um, God bless the broken road that led me straight to you. Yes, um, because two banks later, I would find myself in an office with a much younger, beardless, uh, frat boyish haircut, haircutted Pat Perry. You forgot one thing. What? Pleated, panted. Pleated, panted. Pleated, panted. <laughs> Patrick Patrick Perry was in the in my branch daily, and we were talking about fantasy golf starting up on DraftKings in 2015, and and then that led us to here with 40 live YouTube viewers. Here we are, hot damn, we're doing it right, huh, gang? Anyway, um, so let's do this. So I thought about I I, I got four positions in the bank here, Pat. Okay. I got a couple. I don't know if any of these are any even good, but I, this is just what came to my head. I'll start with the lowest, the lowest level. Uh, at the lowest level, we have a teller. 
and simply the lowest level because that's an entry level position, yes. not because you're you're in in some sort of like you know. That is what all the bankers say publicly, but privately, they piss on tellers. Okay, okay. Um, Victor Hovland. Victor Hovland is my teller right now. Uh, very bubbly. <laughs> Hold on, I, I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. All right, I'm just gonna let you go with this. Uh, very bubbly. Smokes a lot of weed. Uh, kind of a pussycat, kind of a pushover. Low key, this is this is one thing though. Low key though, parties frequently with mm-hmm. the personal banker, and then skips a level, and also parties with the regional vice president. We will get to both of those people in just a minute. Parties with both, neither one really know that they party with either one of them. Mm-hmm. Um. Gets jealous when other tellers that they went to training with finish a year with more referrals because they, they don't ever seem to get to the, they can't ever seem to break through the ceiling there. Uh, really good at most aspects of tellering, but sucks with usually one thing, like credit referrals uh, because they, mm-hmm. the, the big words in the mortgage department confuse her. So, or him. A lot like Victor Hovland. Like, really? He's probably never out of balance, though. Which, when you're out of balance, never out of balance. You, piss at, you piss off the whole office. Yeah, you piss off the whole office. The whole everybody's got to get everybody's got to stay out of late. Balance. Yeah, yeah. But like Victor Hovland, really good at everything. Sucks at one thing around the green, right? Just got that one weakness. Like, like if if you're having a blitz for you know mortgage referrals, you can go ahead and count that one just out because he or she can't comprehend like. You know, LTV, too many, too many acronyms. So mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're going to be weak in that one area. So that's my teller. Let, let's, let's work down, or let's work up the, the ladder of success here to the personal banker. This is where I came into the banking world. I entered as a personal banker as a, in 2008. Interesting year to enter as a personal banker. Uh, my personal banker is Sahith Thigala. Now, I, I, I see where you're going here, and I kind of like this. Do you? All right. bro, bro is here for a good time, but not a long time. So just know that. Uh, banging his mortgage lady, who's 10 years older. For sure that's happening. Uh, opens a credit card for a new relative monthly to avoid call nights. Orders a liquor drink at lunch in a coffee mug so that he's not caught. And drives a murdered-out Nissan Maxima. <laughs> that's your personal banker. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Sith the Gala. That is. W- would you add anything? Nissan, would you add the anything? Nissan to that? Maxima thing is actually like dead on. I think it's dead ass on. Now I didn't drive. A, I didn't drive a Nissan Maxima, but that's dead on. Yeah. Did you? Would you add anything else to the personal banker? Category? No. Good job there. Good Branch job. manager. Mm. Dude, Which I, I, can, I have both. We have both been. We have both been, and I. But I can picture yeah. my the one that I wrote this about. I was like, God, this is him. Your branch manager is Matt Kuchar. <laughs> Isn't it perfect? Like, I don't even have to say anything. You already know. <laughs> he's the branch manager at Wells Fargo Bank, Matt Kuchar is, only because uh, yeah. he's been there 20 years. They couldn't fire him because he's an older guy, and he's in a protected class. Mm-hmm. He hates the RVP. Hates him. And sees him as a hot shot. Always talking about the glory days, this branch manager, Matt Kuchar, is. He fakes it through call nights and turns a blind eye to any sort of corruption because he's really 
just so close to retirement and has accrued over six months of PTO buildup and carryover that he can't afford to let it go. He brings his lunch every day, despite being the highest paid person in the local branch. Tries to play it cool with the personal banker, Sayeth, by dropping an occasional Bitcoin reference, and in his words, wearing, these are bootcut jeans. Um, that he only is able to wear on Fridays where he pays his $5 to the local United Way uh, chapter. That is your branch manager, Matt Kuchar. Agree? Disagree? Yeah. Other I thoughts? Agree. I actually had him pinned for a, a different role. Okay. But, but, I could, but I could see that role, too. All right. Finally, I have the RVP, regional vice president. So kind of, you know, the guy or gal over, you know, over, over the retail bank locally, over a few different branches, maybe. And I, again, this is my first, I'm literally talking about my first boss. Uh, it's Patrick Cantlay, and it can't be really anyone other than Patrick Cantlay. <laughs> it's got to be. We're talking cuff. Cantlay is yeah. 100% yeah. regional VP. We're talking cufflinks. He has his granddad's pocket watch that he wears alongside the Rolex. This is a key. This is how you know you're an RVP. If when you come to visit your eight or nine branches or whatever you have, you have to sort through every teller's change to pull out the, the true silver coins. So, you, you know, what was it? What was bef- it was the year that the, if they were made, if they were the year before, what, 19 something or another, then they were real silver. Mm-hmm. So you're a true RVP when you, you, you go through and you comb through all your tellers and you, you pull out their real silver coins and replace them with your own money so that you can take the silver to your house. For real. Um, gives favorable commercial lending rates to his buddy's Dippin' Dots franchise, because I can take care of you with that. Divorced uh, and has a long-term engagement with his former nanny. Gets hammered at every major meeting, especially the annual meeting, and crushes the craps table and unafraid of the middle of the craps board and he'll tell you every reason why you should be focusing on the middle if you got a set you know what i mean that's your rvp patrick cantley <laughs> okay i don't i don't mind it i think it's good um all right I, i'll add a couple because i i think you always had some outliers at, at the banks okay at the branch level you always had some visitors DB, some visitors whether it's to your sales meeting those partners well, yeah, they're your partners. They're, they're your line mm-hmm. of business partners, whether it was people that you didn't want to come or, or they came they came anyway. Yeah. Okay. And I got a couple here. One was the compliance officer. Oh, hated her. Because you had that compliance person that came in and they just wanted to tell you everything you were doing yeah. wrong. All right. You had a good system going. Yeah. All right. You know where you needed to let things slide and where you didn't need to let things slide. You knew all these things, but they just they just come in and want to mess everything up. And they. They think they have a great personality, though. They think that they, um, yeah, that people like them. But then in, in the end, nobody likes them. Nobody likes them. Nobody likes them. And I was actually going to say Matt Kuchar. Okay. Yeah. For the compliance officer. Okay? Yeah, yeah. But I would say this now, you may, this may shock you. This may shock you. But if I had a backup compliance officer, if I had to go to a different name since you said Kuchar, because I started combing the list of participants in this golf tournament. Rory? No. This guy may be a bulldog. Brian, Brian Harmon. Harmon. Yes! Brian yes! Harmon. Brian Harmon. 
Yes, Brian Harmon. It's a hundred percent Brian Harmon. He's going to have a short man complex. Yes, he's coming in there. He's he's got. I mean, he Brian Harmon has got compliance. Yeah, guy written all. Oh over God, him. he's walking. He's going to come in there and f shit up when yeah. he gets in there. He's okay? he's he's walking in there with his size eights, you know, and his his pinstripe suit on and a a, a tie bar yeah. right here, you know. And dang, you know, he's, he's so short that the, the underside of his tie is hanging out just slightly longer than the top side of his tie because he can't get. Oh, God, that is you're 100% right. That's Brian Harmon. Yeah, Brian Harmon. Now, here's the next guy that comes into your meetings. And this guy is awesome. Like, you got to love this guy because he comes in there and you're kind of like, what the hell does this guy even do? How does he even make any money? What is going to happen here? What is he going to do in my meeting, and how is he going to screw it up? And then what teller is he going out with later on tonight? And can that I guess? Is, can I guess? Yes, you can guess. Is it merchant services? It's not merchant services. No. I don't know. It's the financial advisor. <laughs> it's you. <laughs> it's the financial advisor. And that's Mark Hubbard. Mark Hubbard's coming in here, and you're and going into your branch meeting, and you're like, you love the guy. Yeah. You're like, he he is fantastic. Yeah, he looks that's like true. he's gonna be he's gonna be fun to hang out with. Like you know, but you don't know what he does in particular, even though he just told you, you're like, I really don't know how I'm gonna refer anybody to him. <laughs> but he seems like a great guy. Gra- like oh yeah, great. like grandmas love him with annuities and stuff. Yeah. You're right. Like he's just kind of lovable. Everybody likes him. You can't find a thing wrong with him, but you don't understand how he ever gets anything done or or manages yeah. to but he inherited a book from another guy that had been there for you know 80 years and just mm. turned it over to him so he really didn't have to work that much. That's a good one. I like that. I think we should Mark talk to Hubs. Hubs about that when we get to Charlotte. I think I think we could. Yeah. Okay. Anybody else you get you done? No, I'm done. All right, that's it. That was good. Hey, Chunk and Run makes a return. I don't know. It may have been funny, it may not have been. I, we don't know. We just it was it was funny to us to think about because it's a former life. But um yeah. Anyway, Wells Fargo is a shit organization, by the way. So that's the Wells Fargo 2023 betting preview. Be sure and watch the DraftKings preview. Listen to the DraftKings preview. Support the partners in the description below if you don't mind. That helps us keep rocking and rolling. Be on the lookout in the Discord, in the Nut Hut. Me and Pat on site Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday, bringing you all the goodies for Quail Hollow. We'll be back next week. Bend over your bookie. See you. Out!